WBNE. Howdy, Oaks, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today is Monday. And this is Bacon and Eggs. So chase down your arch nemesis. And get the child back. Because today we're bringing you The Mandalorian. Last time for a year that we're going to have oh a Mandalorian. May, are they bringing it back? Who even knows? Yeah, it confirmed release Christmas Day 2021. Christmas Day? Christmas Day 2021, yeah. Oh my god. Because I, I think they're going to, I, I would imagine they're going to put uh, the book of Boba Fett out early December and then, and then run them together at the beginning. This was, okay, so major spoilers ahead. Major spoilers. All yeah, all of my, if you haven't watched the last episode of The Mandalorian, why are you listening to this? Go do that. Go okay, now. Go like, do that. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you I'm gonna count down from five to give you a chance to turn this off if you're like fumbling in your car for your phone deposit. And then I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say it. five four three two one. Luke Skywalker Luke is in the Mandalorian. Skywalker is in the Mandalorian. Here's okay, so my immediate thought on because you were talking about the book of Boba Fett. My immediate thought on production was the droid story is a farce and it's actually a show about Luke Skywalker. What do you mean? Because the droid story show that they announced at the at the Disney Plus panel was I haven't heard anything start start back. I haven't heard okay. anything about this. So so they announced a variety of different Star Wars shows and one of them was called A Droid Story and it was about C3PO and R2 going on a new adventure with a new character. I believe sort of that it will not be a new character but they couldn't say that they were going to do like a Luke Skywalker Prime show at the panel and that show is the placeholder for it. We will see, won't we? Yeah, Droid Story would not be a bad like like film real title for you know i mean like the secret title they send to movie theaters right yeah that would not be right. that would be good yeah luke skywalker's in the mandalorian okay a lot of people are upset about this I we are not can't imagine being upset about anyway this. this episode's chapter 16 the rescue directed by peyton reed of ant-man fame uh released 12 20 2020 nope that's today released 12 18 2020 two days ago 100 on rotten tomatoes um this is the best episode of the mandalorian so good oh my god this yeah. is the best episode of the Man this is my favorite episode of the mandalorian i have to so this has done a lot to star wars as a whole the impact on the cultural phenomenon that is star wars is since december 18th 2020 two days ago the amount of people who have changed their minds about the last jedi in favor of the last jedi in favor of the last jedi is innumerable yep. because because i have tweeted out things like obviously luke is the same person from here to here and i see how his path goes and december 17th 2020 if I tweet that, nothing but hate. Nobody is nice to me. Yep. December 19th, everybody is like, oh, yeah, totally makes sense now. Now, this I is get it. This is one of those moments where we've seen, at least I've seen, I don't know what your feed looks like, but where I have seen the, what we like to call here, the vocal minority pissed. What, that, that Luke is in the Mandalorian? That, they're just mad about something, man. They have picked something about this episode to be mad about, right? Because you have people, I think the majority of folks, right? Because you said this in our Discord last night, the, 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 I think. Or somewhere. You said it somewhere. I saw you said this. That that more people uh like the sequels than we could possibly understand based on yeah. the people that talk about them. Because most people that like the sequels don't engage in the conversation. Most people that like Star Wars don't engage in the conversation at all because they simply do not see it. Right. Yeah. They because just nobody like ever Star asks Wars. them about Star Wars. <laughs> right. They just want to like Star They go to their job where nobody likes Star they go, Wars. Or, or they go to their job where everybody was like, Hey, did you watch the new Star Wars movie last night? That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Right. On on the you know, the day after it comes out. 
Right. And then they never gets brought up again ever. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the conversation. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty rad. Uh, so I think that the majority of people saw that episode uh, and were like, okay, this is cool. And The Last Jedi is cool now. Like, I, 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 I've, my, my like for both of these things has improved. Now, you have some people that were like, this is stupid. They should not put Luke Skywalker in uh, in this. And then some people are like, the Mandalorian is stupid and ruined The Last Jedi. And neither of those things are correct. No, yeah. It's, it makes The Last Jedi even better, as far as I'm concerned. It, like, uh, it fixes the, the, the whatever, because I'm not uh, immune to the fact that there are kind of, like, weird things about the way Luke Skywalker is in that movie, okay? Like, I understand that. Um, th That movie was definitely some interesting choices, okay? Those, a lot of those choices are corrected, even just by the, the leaps and bounds that our own brains can make, right? Because right. we have a Luke Skywalker here. Now, we'll talk about The Mandalorian here in a minute. The actual, the, 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 the episode, the rest of it, more than the last five minutes. Um, the Luke Skywalker we see here is a Luke Skywalker we've never seen before. A, a confident, uh, trained Jedi, Luke Skywalker. A post-Empire Strikes Back, owns his own Jedi temple, Luke Skywalker. So this is the interesting thing for me, because Empire Strikes Back is is the original trilogy movie that I think people are least familiar with, myself included. Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, no, Empire is the one everybody's most familiar with. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Jedi is the one that, that people are least familiar with, and myself included. What people don't realize is Return of the Jedi is so great because of Luke's anger. Okay. Yeah. And that's why Last Jedi always made sense. I don't under, like I it, it always made sense to me that like the Luke from Return of the Jedi obviously could become this person because right. he thrashes Vader. Yeah. Uh, and then when we see Luke cool, calm and collected to me, that's just a sine wave. Okay. That's that's what I was about to finish that with. Yeah. Yeah. Luke cool, calm and collected. That is not a stretch for me to get to Luke cool, calm and collected. Builds this temple, does the whole thing, sees it destroyed by this sniveling little brat of a nephew he has. Right. And and it becomes jaded and goes and hides on it. And it's just like, you know what? Screw the universe. Don't care. Not my problem. Well, I have, so I've given my whole life since I was 18 years old to try to fix this universe. And they don't want it. And so you've got to look at the I'm narratives. I'm going to with the porks. The narratives that, that, that lead us to Luke, right? Obviously, there's a mirror to Anakin. I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith this past week. Anakin and Luke mirror exactly, right? That was the original point of the two trilogies, was yep. that, like, the first trilogy is Anakin goes and, and falls, and then Luke goes and, and doesn't. Um, and that was, like, this great setup. But, like, Anakin's fatal flaw is that, literally, he does see through the lies of the Jedi, because the Jedi have become blinded by the war. Uh, and, like, the Jedi didn't sense that the Chancellor was the bad guy the whole time. How did Anakin figure that out? And nobody else. And then his other fatal flaw is his love for his mother and for his his spouse. The only people he ever... Well, yeah. I, I go back and forth on Padme, but... What do you mean? Like, whether or not he actually cares about her. Oh, he definitely cares about Padme. I don't know, man. It's very toxic. Their relationship... Like, the fact that... An because Anakin literally abides by the rules of the Jedi Council beyond anything you ever should. Minus the fact that he's married to somebody. <laughs> Right. The more th here's the thing is is this this show this season of this show has done so much for the can it's it's created so many like interesting but non harmful retcons right right like this whole season has been a retcon to various pieces of the Star Wars canon that are shoring up the holes that have been created because of the dozens of different people who've been involved in them. George right. Lucas and Lawrence Kasdan and and whatever that dude with the eyes name, Ivan Reitman or whatever. And, uh, and, and... Irvin Kirshner. Irvin Kirshner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ivan Reitman. That's the Ghostbusters guy. No, so hold on. I, I wanted to make a last point okay. on, on the people that affect Luke and the people that affect Anakin. So Luke is trained by Obi-Wan who has his victory against Anakin. So this is where Luke mirrors Obi-Wan, right? He has his victory against Vader. Uh, and then he goes off to do, to train new Jedi and have the temple. Okay. That's what Obi-Wan does. And that's what Luke does. But the other person who trains Luke is Yoda. Okay. Yeah. Yoda loses to Palpatine. Like Luke loses to Kylo and then goes in an empire or in, in 
was it Empire where he meets Yoda for the first time? Is like completely jaded. Is it completely uninterested in training? Is is silly? Is he he is not the the hero that you would expect from the Yoda who fought Palpatine and no. from the Yoda who was training younglings. So to me, Luke's influences lead to Luke in in H two or Ak two or whatever it's called. Makes sense narratively. Makes sense. Is that the poor planet? The planet with the with the planet at the end of uh, uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know it had a name. Honestly, I believe it's. So like here's A-C-H-T-O. the thing. Here's what's so good about this show, right? Because. Star Wars has always been a, like, it's been told through the eyes of the Skywalkers, right? Through Anakin and through Luke and through uh, Rey and Kylo. Mm-hmm. This show is completely different, right? We we get scenes constantly, and that's what I think the show does so well of of doing for storytelling, is, is showing you what is happening while they're doing those things, right? Just even little pieces of, like, when, when Boba Fett is going to board the the um when Boba Fett's ship is slave whatever is going to board the the Imperial shuttle at the beginning right we cut it to him in the cockpit for like half a second but it doesn't the conversation doesn't flip back and forth right like if we just stay in the cockpit until Mando shows up right and there's constant moments like that throughout the series that are just telling you like hey this is not the whole story like what you've seen so far is not the whole story right we get we get details about Alderaan and like the battle of Alderaan and like people the, the, the point the dude makes in this episode that's like uh uh you know how many millions of people died on the Death Star. You think they were all evil? Oh my god. Leading into this episode, somebody was talking about the rebellion on Twitter about how like it was such a necessary evil and things like that and it's it's wrong to call Luke Skywalker a terrorist and I was like Luke killed millions of people who almost had nothing like definitely had nothing to do with what right, was going right, on right that like, are just citizens of the Rep- or the Empire <laughs> right like or were like enslaved into the uh, yeah just ne- or uh, needed a job right for sure and 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 to call them on screen to call them terrorists to call the rebels terrorists I thought was really interesting yeah um but like the more time you spend with Boca and the way she reacts to 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 Din, the more sympathy you get accidentally for Anakin, not a hundred percent buying into the Jedi, right? Kind of being like, hey, the Jedi may not be as perfect as we think they are, guys. Right. Now, obviously Anakin did terrible things. I'm not gonna be one of those people that's like, Sauron and Anakin did nothing wrong. Greatest employers of their generation. <laughs> or whatever. But like they created jobs. But like the more you watch the show, the more you think that like maybe the Skywalkers are all just insane. <laughs> Like, right. maybe there's more to the, because, and then it truly is, like, because if, if, if Han Solo and if Din Djarin had spent their whole lives prior never having heard of the Jedi, right? Because, because Han's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. The Force, there's no hokey religion and wizards and crap. And, and, and Din Sitting is like, right next to Chewbacca. And Din, Din is like, what is a, what is a Jedi? <laughs> right? If those people go their whole lives existing in the outer rim of the universe without the, you know, the more I'm on Team Broom Kid, right? Like, the, 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 the Force is just a thing that everybody can kind of touch uh right. and then we have these these absolutely like like uh uh crazy cultists that are just like yeah but we we do magic with it i have no flaws with this episode i know that you before we got on mic you were talking about um maybe having a different director do this i so T- talk to that real quick because I would, I would like to hear your thoughts i think it's it's very similar to rogue one i think ron howard did a fine job with that i think peyton reed did a fine job with this um also <laughs> love for rogue as much as this episode did for last jedi rogue one is now universally the favorite star wars movie <laughs> um for a very cool and specific reason it's why people love iron man 2 as well for the hallway Wait, fight what did i i don't what are you talking about rogue one has the hallway scene with vader oh yeah yeah okay, okay. yeah um well that was why. always cool that was never a detract 
tractor broke <laughs> one. People right? People were always like, "Well, the last five minutes, of course." The, the issue with Rogue One is the is the 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 freaking Phantom Menace levels of planet jumping. Right. It's it's an inconsistent story that they cut pieces out of, and there are obviously pieces missing, right. and they got rewritten halfway through or whatever. Yeah, I, I I'm excited. I want to revisit Rogue One, but uh, I was gonna revisit Rogue One, but Emily was literally on Revenge of the Sith, and I was like, "Well, that's as close as it gets." Yeah, it so. works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so tell me about Peyton Reed's d- directing. Um, so I, I don't think I could point to anything and say, I wish Peyton Reed would have done this differently. So my critique is, is as light as it can be, but it felt like, I don't know, I wanted just another... Peyton Reed and uh, Ron Howard have the same problem where I think they both play it just a, just this much too close to the chest, which was perfect for the hallway scene and was like necessary. But I think if you had gotten a director in there like Bryce Dallas Howard, like John Favreau, like Taika Waititi, who have all done episodes of this show, we, we would have just seen just a just a taste more of style that I think this episode could have used. Like the the fight between uh Gideon and uh Mando with the spear and the dark saber. I love seeing Mando fight with the spear. I hope that stays the thing. I I thought it was go- it's not going to because he has a dark saber now. But I don't know. I, I I wanted just a little bit more out of that. I could not love that scene more if you paid me. Really? Yeah. I want Peyton Reed to go back and like posthumously direct episodes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Because I was back there, man. I was watching season four of Breaking Bad again, watching Giancarlo Esposito talk to him. Oh, my God. I On that, I saw a TikTok the other day where somebody did not know, like, did not understand <laughs> what Breaking Bad was. Yeah. And they were like, what was Moff Gideon doing before he was uh, in this? And it was just like a commercial for Los, <laughs> Los, Los, Los Hermanos. Hermanos. And it's just like this silly, like... <laughs> Oh, dude, it, I mean, it, it, truly like one of the single most underrated actors I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he's so good. Like, so good. The And the fact that he just turns on him like that. I, I mean, the fight is I, I, I would have liked a little more out of maybe all of the fights. Um, No, I could watch that hallway scene. Well, OK, but I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like the fight, fight, fights. That wasn't a fight. That was a slaughter. Yeah, it was awesome. I, so. But that's what they're illustrating, right? Is like like Din Djarin, the soldier that we've watched kill a crate dragon more or less by himself, struggles with one of these dark soldiers. Is no match for a Jedi. Is no match at all for Luke Skywalker. No. Luke Skywalker who crushes the thing with the with from the inside out with the force. Right. Which was like that's a that's a if if I remember Jedi Academy correct, that's a dark side move, my dude. Right. And that's then, a that'll that'll tip that meter in the wrong direction, man. That's actually, not I don't know saving if it the is. little sister. I think stun and kill droid are light side moves. Not like at that. Least. Not like that though. That's 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 that's, that's a force choke mechanic, right? That's <laughs> You see Luke do a lot of things that he shouldn't be doing with the Force, that are a non-Jedi thing to do with the Force. Right. Um, but, like, at the same time, uh, Luke never really met Mace Windu, you know? <laughs> right. So, um, it, it does draw into question, could Ahsoka Tano beat Luke? And I think absolutely not. No. No way. I mean, she, she has her way with... Sure, but she is not a Jedi anymore. She also... Like struggled against the spear, not struggled, but like it wasn't no contest. I think Luke would struggle more against Mando than he does against the the uh, the droids. Yeah, I think if Mando had the spear from the start, he probably would have taken that droid out much quicker. What? What? Had the dark saber? Man- no, if Mando had the spear, like he had dropped it, and that's why he didn't spear oh. it until the very end of the fight. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I got you. Um. Yeah. Like Luke could just cut through him like butter with a lightsaber. That that actually kind of blew my mind. That, Same. Like, I I didn't. So that's the only thing I didn't love about this episode is that 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 the the, uh, the dark troopers were the build up for the whole season. And and then they ended up just not really being in contest at all. Like, and I, I get, I, I think, I feel like, I, I feel like I get where they're going to go with it because that can't be the only 
dark troopers, right? Can't be. No way. Not a chance. They only made like 20 of them. Can't be. He's got them stored somewhere and they're going to come back and 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 Big Daddy Jedi ain't going to be around no more. And they're going to have to deal with them. And themselves. they're going to deal with them properly. I don't know because they they needed Grogu's blood to make them. Y- yeah, but like we've seen I don't feel like I don't feel like Moff Gideon is beat. I no, feel I like that so dude either. is exactly where he wants to be. I don't that that he worries me, man. I feel like when that he said dude, he'd already got what he needed from Grogu. I don't think one platoon was all he needed. So I agree. I think there are. That's more what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like Moff Gideon is exactly where he wants to be. He's so good. Now him trying to off himself at the end may change that, but yeah, I can't believe they didn't let him. I don't mean. I don't know. We'll see, won't we? You gotta, cause, cause there's not gonna be season three is not gonna have Grogu in it, right? It's not. It's just not. Probably not. Yeah. Um, Mark Hamill's probably. Well, that's the thing that we don't that we take for granted is that like if Mark Hamill, he's not doing anything else. Yeah. People were all like, and first of all, I want to say I'm very glad it was not Sebastian Stan. He doesn't look like Luke at all. That would have been terrible. Um. Oh, dude. Like people are so mad about the about the the the, the Luke Skywalker de aging. I I I, honestly, I watched when this I... on a a 55 inch television that I bought. Last Less than a year ago in 4K Ultra HD. And I don't know what they're talking about, man. I did not like... Have you watched Attack of the Clones? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. How are you upset? Also, one, like, have you watched the Clone Wars? I don't think you have a leg to stand on because it actually is animated. Okay, but it looks gross. Just draw it. It's not Pixar. <laughs> it's not Disney. They they looked good in 2008 or whatever. That didn't. Right. Just draw it. It looks worse than an ending 1999 episode of SpongeBob or Cat Dog or it the looked, Fairly Odd Parents. I'll tell you what it looked better than. Hire is... Butch Hartman to make the Clone Wars 2K21 challenge. Oh man, Butch Hartman would. I love you, Butch. If you're out there listening to me, but you would just. I don't watch you anywhere near Star Wars. Just to draw it. Just to little to... sixes in their ears. Yeah. Uh, so I think this looked better than uh, Luke and Leia in Rise of Skywalker. Young Luke and Leia when they pull the helmets off and their like faces are too big for the helmets. It looks a lot better than Leia in Rogue One. I. See, I don't have that complaint. I thought Leia and Rogue One, at, like, honestly, when I saw Rogue One in theater, nah, I go, was like, go watch it, that again. Did, did they find go, someone? Go watch that again. No, they didn't. You, you're, you're lying to yourself 100%. It's not great. But they're going to keep doing the de-aging thing, okay? Like, you can't get away from it. Right. And people are like, oh, it was, it was kind of like static and he didn't move much. And like, part of that is he doesn't. This is Luke, right? Like, this is a different... This dude is confident in his abilities. He just absolutely murked a whole hallway full of dark troopers. This dude does not care. He does not need to show emotion. He doesn't have any. Emotion is the enemy of the Jedi. There was some critique that was like, you mean to tell me that you've spent two seasons of this show developing a relationship with this character just to give him away to some space monk you've never met who just murked an entire crowd of Which, okay. dark troopers. I hear that criticism. I really do. Because he doesn't say, hi, I'm Luke Skywalker. I knew this dude's dad and I destroyed the emperor. He just stands there and is like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I wanted him to. So I think what they were baiting us for was, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. What do you mean? That's what he says in A New Hope. And then Grogu uh, would have been like, Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. So, so it does. <laughs> this this episode does. I don't like it when the TV shows ask you to know about the movies. I don't care. It, it, it's not. It's not how I don't add, like this is my problem with mixed media franchises, right? You should explain everything like it's the first time somebody's seeing this dude. Right. Uh, they did not do that. And it's the first time in The Mandalorian pretty much that they haven't done that. Yeah, um, they give us decent background on Ahsoka. I, they, there definitely could have been more for sure. But like you if you don't know who Mark Hamill is or what he looks like or what Luke Skywalker looks like or understand that Luke Skywalker, er, er, you have to know everything that happened in the original trilogy to, to really get the gravitas of this character being there. Right. And that isn't 
right? And I get that complaint. I hear that complaint. I just didn't care because I do know about Luke Skywalker and I have seen the original trilogy. Right. Um, Question. How do you feel about four lesbians taking the bridge? Loved it. It's the best piece of Star Wars. Well, right. it's like want, the third like, best piece of Star Wars media in this episode, but also like the third best piece of Star Wars media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this episode did so much for the show and it does so much for the case. It's like the perfect, the perfect amount of, of movie inclusion. Yeah. Um, but they also like they went, they didn't pull a punch. Rogue One pulled a punch with Leia. They truly did. Yeah, yeah. Because anytime you don't get Luke or Vader, you're pulling a punch. I guess they got Vader in Rogue One. But also when you get Vader, you're pulling a punch because he's just a guy in a suit and James right. Earl Jones. That's, nothing's changed there. Well, I mean, <laughs> Mandalorian is just a guy in a suit and Pedro Pascal. <laughs> oh, and Pedro Pascal and Grogu. Oh. every This is not something I expected me to get as emotional with seeing Pedro Pascal's face, which is like the most boring face ever. When he pulls the helmet off so Grogu could see him for the first time. Oh my God. Dude, I, le- I was already crying that because moment. I, I legitimately just started crying when Luke pulled the hood off. Mm-hmm. Like just like, not it wasn't sad or anything i was just like emotional did did you know it was luke when the x-wing pulled up obviously i knew it was was luke because you told me it was luke well yeah i remember so yeah you i didn't say it all i said was mark right that's all i said no but you retweeted mark hamill saying you see anything cool on tv lately yeah so that's not the same as being like did you see luke skywalker okay but like i have seen the original trilogy (laughs) (laughs) i I can't unmake those connections right like like if you if you tell me you know two plus two like it's it's um, i just know it's four right like i don't need to sit there and do the math i don't need to be like i don't you can't do the math on that right like well you you could you could do like okay i have two in each hand right (laughs) but i don't my brain doesn't need to do that right i see Mark Hamill say, you see anything cool on TV lately? And my brain goes, Luke Skywalker is in The Mandalorian. <laughs> like, that was not a thought I could stop having. Um, but yeah, obviously I knew it was Luke from the second the X-Wing pulled up. So I, I thought for sure it was Luke, but they, they do set it up with just enough mystery where you're like, I mean, it could be someone else. I don't think it's Cal Kestis because he doesn't fly an X-Wing, and I don't think it's Ezra because he doesn't fly an X-Wing. Like, they all have distinctive ships, but it could be like, new Jedi arrives. What did with, you think of R2? Oh, dude, when R2, because they, 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 R2 knows Grogu. Clearly. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, R2 lived in the Jedi Temple. Right. Yeah. But R2 doesn't know, R2's missing something. Chewbacca doesn't know Yoda is the, is the challenge. That's the disconnect is that like han's like ain't no jedi and chewbacca's not like i've watched yoda d- kill two clone troopers i don't think han can understand chewbacca that well no you don't think no, so no i don't think so i also think chewbacca was like hiding right yeah because he's you like a fugitive chewbacca... pretty much just as much as the rest of the clones are right or not the clones the rest of the jedi are from the clones right, right. so he's running running tail from the clone wars just like everybody else is or, right or not the clone wars the, the 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 Jedi whatever it is and then uh, end of this episode Boba the Hut yeah I'm stoked for that show I never thought the, I, Boba Fett was one of my favorite pieces this season I never thought I was gonna say that I think they did I, the character perfectly can I can I just I think his clean armor looks like a Lego set I think it looks awful oh I love it I think it looks terrible I love it I do like that it does a dent in it because we know how hard it is to dent Beskar mm-hmm. and that's that's such like a ooh what happened I like the paint job it's a new Boba Fett for a new like we're giving him a real story this time yeah he's not just Vader when he starts right fighting with man. the um starts fighting with the the Boba Fett other girl is Alexander Mando. Hamilton. Okay. Okay. There's a whole story to be told about like George Washington's right-hand man yeah. who gets killed by Aaron Burr. 
I want Aaron Burr to like I want Leslie Odom Jr. to show up in the show and be who kills Boba Fett. <laughs> um yeah, no, I'm stoked for that show. For for Fennec Shand and Boba Fett to get their own like freaking space gangster TV show. I don't know how we didn't see that coming. What a Boba Fett TV show? Yeah. I mean I didn't I didn't think it was out of the question. I guess like me not when totally like because I, I guess I didn't think they were gonna screen test two characters this season. Um I just didn't think about it like that, honestly. I guess it's because they did it in Arrow that it always makes me think about it that like when they bring in a hard hitter so it's like okay so they're seeing if they can make their own show out of this character this is the thing is i don't think they screen tested it i don't think it's a screen test you think that ahsoka tano and thrawn just fit the narrative no i think they decided they were i i think boba fett and fennec shan fit the narrative i don't think ahsoka tano and thrawn fit the narrative i think they decided they were going to make an ahsoka tano and thrawn tv show and said get in there get, come on rosario get in the show we're gonna show people that she exists get in the mandalorian because that episode feels so weird in the middle it's so stylistically different from the rest of the show yeah like the whole show follows mando's perspective and every episode this season with the exception of well a few of them don't have it but like a lot of the episodes will start with like a mando and grogu moment. lifestyle moment yeah co co uh, cold open yeah right the cold open and that was ahsoka tano kylo Marks ren murdering some people of... in a forest yeah <laughs> It's like they called up Ryan Johnson and they were like, how would you introduce Ahsoka Tano? And he was like, just copy the scene from The Last Jedi. Do you think they called up Ryan Johnson and he was like, are you sure? I mean, was Disney, he like Disney said they're going to let him make movies, right? Like, I don't think that they... I think if... if I think I think this, this this episode we just watched proves that they are still bought in on the Ryan Johnson idea. Yeah. His whole shtick. So I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if John Favreau was like, Ryan, hey... Um, do you want to direct an episode of Mando? I don't think he directed it, but no, I know he hasn't directed an yeah. episode of Mandalorian in the future. No, but I think I think John Favreau is on FaceTime, just like, hey, uh, Ryan, how would you? How, what would you do here? What are these? Do these trees? Do they look? These, these trees Ryan look trees? good. I mean, I know it's a swamp instead of like a snowland, but like. Do they look good? They look good. Is this how you? Yeah, she. Oh, and Ryan Johnson be like, yeah. Um, so she has to cut one of them in half, and also cut a person in half along with it. But it was J.J. Abrams that did the uh, the first one. Is that seen in the first one? In the snow. Yeah. Yeah, that's J.J. Abrams. No, no, there's a scene in the last... I swear to God, the last Jedi opens with the exact same scene from... Well, they all open with a space battle. Do they? Yeah, because the, the, the credits. Disneyplus.com. This is a true... St I, I have a cool piece of Star Wars trivia for you. Yeah. The movie trivia that comes from Star Wars. I think you'll think this is cool. You remember we watched It's a Wonderful Life, and before the movie started, they, uh, they actually showed the credit cards. Yeah. And they were, like, moved by hand. Yeah. So up until 1977, you were required by the Directors Guild to put in the beginning of a movie uh, the director credits and the actor credits. But George Lucas was so against that with A New Hope that he just didn't do it. And so A New Hope opens and you get the, um, the the scrolling text and then it goes straight into the space battle and you don't see any any human credits until the end of the film. The first thing you see is directed by George Lucas after... And that's the uh, standard now. George Lucas was kicked out of the Directors Guild for this and that is why five and six have different directors. Really? Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah, but that all started with John Favreau, and or not with John Favreau, with with George Lucas, and you see that all the time. Even still, if you watch a new movie, a lot of times as it's going through like an opening song or something like that, it'll have director credits and actor credits, like you know, starring Ryan Reynolds and like like Deadpool has it. They have like a whole sequence. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's that's where that came from. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I'm imagining a scene that just didn't happen in these Star Wars movies. <laughs> Hang on. Last Jedi is a space battle, and uh... oh no, okay, so it's the beginning of uh, I guess it is J.J. Abrams. It's the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, that was so. cool. That's the exact scene from from uh freaking Mando. Yeah. 
Mando with Ahsoka. Yeah, uh, it's the exact same scene. Rise or uh, uh, Last Jedi starts with a scene. Rose's sister is trying to drop some bombs on a yeah. First Order ship. From the B wing. Yeah, very cool. And a lot of people are like, "That's not how gravity works." And it's like, sh- literally, this is Star Wars. This is Star Wars. It's never the B wing could not works. work. Right. That whole ship pivots around the cockpit, which is at the top. Right. <laughs> That's not how flight works. <laughs> The ship rolls around the center of gravity, like the, the center of mass. Right. It wouldn't just like a clock. Right. Star, gravity can work. It would be the end of that ship would be ripped off just by if there was any any kind of gravity, that ship the end of that ship would be ripped off. Right. Like the B wing could only exist in deep space. Uh, I'm I'm watching the ending of Rogue One right now, just on a YouTube video. Okay. Yeah, I'm still sold. That's Carrie Fisher. It's just it doesn't look great. I'll send it to you, man. You're gonna be like, wow, that actually I take it back. I watched. Looks- I looked at it last night. Oh, did you watch Rogue One? No, I just watched that oh. part because people were complaining about it, and they're right. It doesn't look great. I think Carrie Fisher looks better than Tarkin. Well, I don't know. Tarkin has a lot more lines. Yeah. And that I just didn't have a problem with Luke Skywalker in this in this episode. I didn't have a problem with it. I think that they're if they are going to make a de-aged Luke TV show, then they're going to have to work harder at it for sure. They're going to have to perfect the process if they're going to keep Mark Hamill Well, the process everything. has been perfected. You've seen The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. That I'm was like, willing to bet if you watched that movie today, you'd be like, has it been perfected? Yeah, but I mean, that's the case with any CGI, right? Like, it's, it's going to be the modern pixel count. Right. Like, but they know how to do that, right? Right? right, like it's it's just complicated and expensive, especially for a TV show. Um, which that being said, I'm willing to bet that this season of Mandalorian cost them like 150 million dollars. Oh, I think even more than that. I think that they're just dumping money into it. Yeah, I think I mean, they were it's, like it's, it's like eight hours long, right? Like I think they were like pandemic Mandalorian demic. So this wrapped before the pandemic happened. They wrapped shooting. Yeah, surely they they like maybe they were in the CGI room and they were like, do we need an extra 50 mil? Oh, I mean, sure. But like, do it. <laughs> yeah. turns out it was season three that they had to pause recording for. Oh, well, that just breaks my heart and I'm ready for it now. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a year. It's going to be 53 weeks. That sucks. That yep. literally sucks. I'm going to have to watch Stranger Things in between that time. Yeah, because I saw a TikTok the other day of this girl that, like, came across them filming an outdoor shot for it. Yeah. And she was like, I'm just waiting for this to show up. And it was a couple episodes ago, and it just, like, showed up. It was the, uh, yeah, I, I've seen that one. It was yeah. the, uh, the, the temple. The Grogu on the mountain. Grogu yeah. on the mountain. Which I'm glad that, I, you know, and, and that's what the thing is everybody's complaining about Luke. Like, somebody had to answer that call, though. Right. Like, and, and, and was, I think, I think we were all thinking... Ezra, because it was... I was not. I don't know who the hell Ezra is. He, he's, the, he's a Jedi from Rebels. That's all you need to know. Uh, because I I felt like it was lower hanging fruit. It was like they gave us Ahsoka, who was also in Rebels. They're clearly like making the shows their own sort of like thing. But they could give us Luke, but they're not gonna... They wouldn't do Luke, would Yeah, I mean, they? I think we talked to, on this show, like, oh, they're not gonna... There's no way. They're not gonna do it. And they did it. They, did they just it. It did it. Awesome. That's the thing is they just did it. They just went for it. Full send. I mean, as much as as much as I love the sequels, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy is immune to the hate. I'm certain she's aware of the people sending her death threats every day. Yeah. And I'm certain when John Favreau was like, can we have Mark Hamill? She was like, you know what? I, sure. That's really up to Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the wild thing is we place this like, we place this this reverence on Mark Hamill. Like everybody talks about like Mark Hamill, like he doesn't want to do it. Dude loves Luke Skywalker. Clearly he does want to do it. Can you imagine yeah. what it was like for him to watch that episode? I'm sure it was awesome. That's honestly why I started crying when I saw his face. Cause I was like, can you imagine being like old and like seeing yourself young again, being seeing yourself be young Luke Skywalker again? No, I'm sure. I mean, I, I'm sure it was a 
amazing for him. Yeah. And Mark Hamill, there's nothing Mark Hamill loves more than right. being Luke Skywalker. Right. Like, because now, it fits Harrison the narrative Ford, of the haters for him to want out. Right. Right. But like Harrison Ford has never cared about a role that he's played. No. He doesn't care about Han Solo. No. Nope. He doesn't care about Indiana it's Jones. It's a job. It's a job. Now he's come back as Indy. Indy 5. That was announced. Lucasfilm's producing. Really? Yeah. I did not hear that. That's yeah. cool. I uh-huh. liked 4. A lot of people didn't like 4. I liked 4 better than 2. Yeah. 4 was great. I yeah. mean, it's a little, a little I mean, hokey. It, but great's a stretch. <laughs> great's a stretch. It's it, no, it's no Last Crusade. It was, it was, a, it was a romp. Yeah. Um, I thought Shia yeah, LaBeouf was great. I don't think I could say that anymore. I think he's been canceled. But I thought Shia LaBeouf was great. I don't know that he. Shia LaBeouf is an interesting character. Maybe he has been canceled. I still well, love there's Transformers. There's been some issues in the past, like three weeks. Oh, I, I've Two not, weeks. not yeah. seen the news on the LaBeouf. So I, it's, we're not here to get into Shia LaBeouf uh, sexual assault allegations. We are here no. to talk about the Mandalorian. Shia LaBeouf is not in Star Wars. Not yet. Uh Din Djarin. Love him. Yeah, he was great. Cara Dune. I'm, I'm contractually ob- obligated to talk about how much I love Cara Dune. This thing is like, episode. Din Djarin was the worst part of this episode. Cara Dune's gun gets jammed. How cool is that? Right. It's like yeah. a gun problem in Star yeah. Wars. They really ripped those stormtroopers apart, too. Yeah. This this show has something to say about stormtroopers. <laughs> Disposable. <laughs> yeah. But it's also Din like, Djarin anytime- chokes one out. I know that like they always hit him with laser blasts, and it's like, oh, they're dead. But when Din Djarin killed one by like taking his breath away, yeah. I was like, man, that's cold-blooded. They're dead. They're they're dead dead in there. Yeah. They're not just Pokemon <laughs> passed out, right? Like, they're right. dead in there. <laughs> that man is gone. Especially when, at the end, uh, the post-credits scene when Boba Fett hits that dude with the blaster bolt. Because, like, people don't get hit with... Like, unarmored people don't get hit with blaster bolts very often in Star Wars. Right. Uh, that dude gets hit with the blaster bolt and just kills over. I'm like, oh, okay. These things are uh, deadly. Oh, dude. I loved when uh, Fennec Shand shows up and the slave is trying to get away. And she just is like, 100%, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Fennec Shand is the hero Luke never could be. How do you mean? How long is Carrie Fisher chained to Boba F- or to Jabba the Hutt? Oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Boba Fett, Redemption, gets his own TV show. Um, R2-D2 and C-3PO getting their own TV show, I guess. Theoretically, maybe not with Luke Skywalker, maybe with Luke Skywalker. Who knows? That that is a hundred percent my theory. I haven't seen anybody postulating that, so I'm I, I, I'm not confident in my belief. But I think it would be. Is it supposed to take place like post? I I believe the pitch was. R2-D2 and C-3PO are on a quest with a new hero. But like when? I, I think that's the whole pitch that oh, we first see. I don't know. Um, did he have the red arm be, or not? I don't think there was a preview. Oh, okay. Well, I will say that calling it the book of Boba Fett is extremely misleading. There's no books in Star Wars. Well, like, yeah, but people think it's a book, not a TV show. Oh. I didn't know. This was an announced that they're Disney Plus thing, so I didn't know that this was even a thing. Well, yeah, I think they held on to that one for like a week. Well, yeah. Because they, they were like, like, we're gonna announce it after the Mandalorian's over. Right. Yeah, it's so like coming December on. 2021, and that's when Mando 3 is coming out. So I think they're just going to, like I said, they're just going to run it together. Right. Mando shows up in episode four of Boba Fett, and that's how they kick off the new Mando season. They're going to have to, there's going to be crossovers. Yeah. They're setting up their whole little little EU here. Their whole little yeah. Arrowverse. Yeah. And at first it's going to be like, oh, cool crossovers. And eventually it's going to be like, I have to watch so much. Eventually they're going to make a Gotham and everybody's going to hate it. Right. <laughs> They're going to be like, this show sucks. Stop including these characters in Arrow. Now this show sucks because of it. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, there's no, It's unsustainable for sure, unless it is. Who the hell knows? I mean, if anyone can do it, it is these world-class blockbuster movie directors who have decided to do TV. Who have decided to do TV, yeah. Oh. Because when the Arrowverse happened, it was a bunch of TV directors who were like, $300,000 budget? Hell yeah. So Taika Waititi did not direct an episode of um, season, two. season two of the Mando or Mandalorian. I think 
that he's going to be the sole director on the Boba Fett TV show. Oh, that would be crazy. I think cool. they'll keep the New Zealand thing together. That always works pretty well. Uh, That's my my hot take here. My understanding is that he is in the writer's room, though. That, like, he's there. John's there. George Lucas is there. Like, the whole crew, except J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson, is there. <laughs> here's what I think the pitch was. Here's here's truly what I think the pitch was. Um, I think that John Favreau was like, I think we should bring in Bo-Katan in season two. And I think we should get her to be played by Bryce Dallas Howard. And Disney was like, mm, no, we should use the original actor. And he was like, okay, fine. Then you're going to let Bryce Dallas Howard direct some episodes. You got it? Give me Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Give me Bryce Dallas Howard in some aspect. I think Bryce Dallas Howard would have been a great director for this one. And here's why. Ron Howard directed Rogue One. And this episode is Rogue One. Boom. Um... Yeah, I mean, they've been, been fine. Then that's his daughter. That's I don't know. I just think Peyton Reed nailed it. I truly I truly do. Again, I love this episode. I'm not saying we're going to put an episode of The Mandalorian on the big board, but if we did, this would I just would think he got the best out of all these characters. Life. I really enjoyed every interaction that any of these people had. The bar fight between uh, the other girl, Mando, and, and Boba Fett at the beginning. That was good. When Bo-Katan was like, I've heard your voice a thousand times. He's like, it'd be the last one you ever hear. Uh, he just let Moff Gideon talk. So good. He let, he let so Din good. trust him for a second, blinded by his his uh, desire to get Grogu back. It's great. I had no, no issues with the... With the writing and directing here. What do you what do you think of Bo Katan being the new villain? Um, I don't think that's gonna be the case. I think they're gonna solve the Darksaber thing pretty quick in season three and go take over Mandalore together. I think Din's gonna find himself pretty quickly without a uh an all encompassing quest. I think he's gonna miss that. You think he's gonna pillage Mandalore? No, I think they're gonna like reclaim Mandalore. I like this show a lot. How many seasons of this do you think we can get? I think four. Fifteen. I think four. <sighs> I think this will be the first one to, to drop on the other end. Fifteen. Fifteen Give me Pedro be so Pascal. Many forever 15 will be so many 15 because yeah, i, I don't want any more than five because this there there it, it can't work because you can't get to the point where you're like well season seven's not that good tv shows cannot last longer than five seasons without being bad interesting take i've said this before i'll say i'll continue to say it um there are two maybe three entire seasons worth of filler episodes and friends just like worthless episodes out of 10 seasons there's like five seasons worth of laugh track yeah that's true this is why breaking bad will forever maintain to be one of the greatest tv shows because they just cut it off one filler episode four and a half seasons one filler episode and it's everyone's favorite directed by ryan johnson two characters and a fly yep does it have any implications not really room's got to be clean um stranger things four seasons done over i'm excited for the next season of stranger things you think we're gonna get it in five days no. Yeah, no. I didn't think so. Although Netflix is probably like, man, we got to get that out soon because did you see what Disney Plus just did? Yeah, I don't think they can afford to wait till next Christmas is the thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to figure something out. I, guys. I don't know how. Yeah, I have no idea what the, 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 the status of it is. Rush it. Don't, no, but yeah, but don't rush it. <laughs> Netflix isn't going anywhere. I think they're fine. I think, yeah, I think Netflix is like, get Ryan Johnson on the phone. Will he direct Stranger Things? Does HBO Max will fold in like three months? Yeah, I think when theaters reopen, HBO Max is, well. I think HBO Max a, is apparently screwed regardless. There's some, they're like hemorrhaging money on it somehow. I was going to say when theaters reopen, but I think, I don't know. I, I don't know how far away we are from the home theater trumping the, the movie theater. I miss going to the movie theater. I think we're I still pretty, that. pretty far away from that you think yeah i don't know it's one of those things where people were like how is netflix ever gonna succeed when we have blockbuster i think that so you are underestimating the power of a of money and b of these guilds and unions yeah i think it's gonna take the i think the directors guild and sag are gonna be like hey guys we're doing theater movies still that's how we get paid <laughs> and it's just gonna be it's gonna be like a like a like a jimmy hoffa thing and they're just gonna like take down warner brothers but are they gonna take down the house of mouse <laughs> 
No, I, I think, think the government's going to have to do that. I think Disney wants the movie theaters, to be honest. Yeah, because they want to buy the movie theaters. Well, and I think, you know, Star Wars making a billion dollars at the box office yeah. probably makes them more money than Mulan making like I can tell you right now. Dollars. I can tell you right now, Kathleen Kennedy, in at this moment, on Sunday morning, is in a meeting trying to find somebody to write and direct a Star Wars movie in the next 12 months. <laughs> Right, direct, star, anything. Like, Christmas Day, 2021, we will have a goddamn Star Wars movie Episode in movie theaters. <laughs> They're like, we did not see this coming, okay? So we are not wait. prepared for this. Wait. Way better than I expected. People have never loved Star Wars more. We did three sequels and people have never loved Star Wars more. We did three prequels and people have never loved Star Wars more. It's a new movie. It's called it's called Ray. The Rise of Ray. My fear so there were rumors going around that Disney was gonna scrap the sequel trilogy. And I think this is all rumor mill. I don't I don't want Disney to do that at all. Scrap, what do you mean scrap? Like canonically scrap and just like I don't see how they could <laughs> they've they've made it clear that they're putting their eggs in the mark hamill basket that's true if they wanted to scrap it they would have hired sebastian stan or somebody else to play luke skywalker yeah they'd have been like this is luke skywalker and he would have walked in and been like i'm luke skywalker i'm here to rescue you and you would have been like and he would have been like, aren't you a little short to be a Yoda species? And that would have been a reveal. <gasps> oh, it would have been so good. If Luke was silly, that would have been something. All the Lukes we've gotten since, since like, Empire have been a little too serious for me. I wouldn't call Last Jedi Luke particularly serious. Yeah, that's when she's reaching out. She hands has, him like, the that. lightsaber and he just chucks it behind him. As he should have. Makes sense to me. It's not his lightsaber anymore. Yep. He doesn't want it. He's got the green one. Green lightsaber looked weird in this. We'll say that. Disagreed. Green lightsaber, awesome. Nah, it looked really weird. It's too green. It's a different it's color. Perfect. It you shouldn't be a different green. color. The sabers all look weird in this, in this show. I don't know why. I can't pinpoint it. Ahsoka's are too fat. His was too skinny. Just make them like they did in the movies. They were better. The movies are all different, though. They're, they're, they're not, though. They are wildly consistent compared to the way they look in this show. Well, maybe. Kylo's saber looks pretty different. They're the same thickness and the same colors, okay? The blue is blue. It's the same blue as it was in the OT. It's the same blue as it was in the PT. It's the same blue as it is in the, in the, in this, in the ST. If you go watch a VHS copy of the original trilogy, they're hardly blue. They're, like, white. Okay, whatever, dude. His was not white at all. There was no center of the neon. It was just all green. It was so cool. I liked it. I did not. I did not at all. It's the wrong I color, love. and it's too skinny. I like how they uh, they showed him in black and white at first, so you could be like, oh, is that Ahsoka Tano coming back? Oh, nope, nope. That's green. It looked better than the white sabers for sure, but but not. It was not up to sequel par. The white sabers did look like pool noodles. Yeah, they were real thick and and they looked like milk, <laughs> and it's gross. Did I ever tell you about my my imaginary friend growing up? No. His name was Tristan, and he was made of milk. Okay. Um, and I would ask my mom. I'd say, Mom, do you think Tristan is made of like milk cartons, or is he like like just a pile of milk? And she'd be like, Tyler, it's your imaginary friend. You and I'd be to like, decide this. <laughs> All right, so I've got a story that Tyler told me I had to tell to the whole class. I have to tell you a story first. Okay. As of today, you can stream or get on Blu-ray your copy of The King of Staten Island, starring Pete Davidson and Bill Burr. This coming-of-age tale uh, tells the story of a young kid who's lost his way and finds uh, peace and life in, in a local fire department. It does not end how you think it's going to end, either. It's so good. So good, though. Yeah. It's Bill Burr, right? Yeah, it's Bill Burr, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, okay, so this is a, a story I would normally tell in a normal episode of Bacon Eggs. We're not recording another one of those for uh, a week and a half, and I will have forgotten it by then. So mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. all know I've had some weird experiences with drive throughs before. Yeah. This one takes the cake, just in, in terms of, of strangeness, okay? It's maybe not as funny as the rest of them, but it is strange, interesting. Paint a picture for me. Which which fast food So Friday night, I was headed toward my mom's house. I was at the, uh, I was at, I went to the Hardee's. 
Hardee's on 419? On 419, right? Yep. The, like the oldest Hardee's in America. Yes. Kind of gross. Been there forever. If you blink, Carl you miss Senior. it. It's, it's next to a gas station, but like on the wrong side of the gas station. Also, the gas sta- that gas station, I'm certain, isn't actually real. Oh, it like, is like I a gas I... there the other day, actually. No. Yeah, real. I got I got I honest to God gasoline there the other day because it was cheap. Mm, it was like 15 cents right cheaper the than the shell across the street. I've um, never gotten gas there. They do have a uh, they do have a sign up, like a marquee sign that for the last year and a half had says has said cartons Whoport. good uh which i think was supposed to be cartons newport like the cigarettes right maybe a price but what it says what what it's there's a price it's it, it, i think it's like five dot space nine um <laughs> is, is five nine that seems like a really inexpensive i think it's probably like like 45.99 yeah. originally but uh, <laughs> most of those are gone anyway so on the on the side close to the hardies it says cartons Whoport. Now, I will say that this is the only side of, of the road that you can get to the gas station from. So having something it say something on the other side is kind of weird, but uh, whatever. I'm at this Hardee's, right? I drive up to the Hardee's and I'm like, hey, can I get uh well, first of all, I drive up to the Hardee's, roll my window down, I wait for the person to say something, right? And it takes a second. And they like pick up and it's like, Hi, welcome to Hardee's. What can I get for you? And I was like, Cool, can I do a five piece chicken tender combo with Dr. Pepper? And they're like, I'm Yeah, surprised. What? I'm surprised you went for the tendies. A lot of people uh, are wrong about the Hardee's tenders. They are not as good as people say. They they are actually. Mm-hmm. They're the good thing that Hardee's does. Mm-mm. Mushroom Swiss burger is the best. Thing hey, Hardee's I don't does. like mushrooms, and I'm not spending fourteen ninety nine on a fast food burger. Frisco, Texas burger. Yeah, they're pretty good, but I'm not spending fifteen ninety nine on a burger. <laughs> like, I'm just not gonna. Uh, I'll go to Wendy's and get it like double baconator um anyway so i order i order five piece chicken dinner. He's like that'll be 5.99 please drive around and i was like okay cool uh i drive around and this is uh like this is like 9 p.m by the way i drive around there's nobody there nobody nobody like not anybody working to register not anybody standing next to the drive-thru window like man in the drink station there not anybody at the line cooking or washing anything there's nobody, right? The lights are on. There's nobody. I sit there. I'm listening to the Adventure Zone on my on my phone uh, over my speakers, and right, and I sit there waiting for somebody to come up and take my money. I got my debit card in hand, right? I wait five minutes. Really? Yeah. Nobody shows up. I roll my window down. I lean out and I knock on the window, right? Because and a car doesn't pull up behind me, right? Nothing. Nothing happens. I knock on the window loudly. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I wait another five minutes, right? I've, I've been sitting at this window for ten minutes. Nothing happens. I knock on the window again. Nothing happens, right? No. There's no noise. There's no sound. I've turn the music off this or the podcast off at this point because i'm just like what is happening i'm trying to see if i can hear like a kitchen fight going on or did you think maybe it was like like the manager was closing and he was in the restroom or something i had no idea he i waited 15 minutes TikTok. at this hardy's like I, I, I waited five minutes knocked on the window waited another 10 or five minutes knocked on the window again waited another five minutes i just drove away just left i didn't know what to do man i, I ordered from like a ghost at hardy's right like i think they were <laughs> i think i got there after they closed is what happened i got there after they closed and the ghost that haunts the hardy's took right. my order carl senior or like I or 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 time and space broke or something, and I I, I accidentally ordered from the Hardys like in Salem. Oh, that was that just somehow connected, like the Hardys radio frequency, yeah. like connected. Something happened because like was, there was no. I waited fifteen minutes, and not a single person comes around. A not a single other car drives up. Were there any cars? Because the employees park on the drive-through side. Were there any? Cars parked there. No, interesting. There was a there was a uh, truck, like a like a truck truck, asleep in the parking lot behind it. You ever wonder about those people, the truck drivers? Yeah, that park behind and the Hardys like, right there. Where, like it makes sense when they park and like fall asleep at like a truck stop, but then like obviously sometimes they have to park somewhere else. It's got to be the most inconvenient thing. Yeah, I don't know, but but it, there's always trucks parked in that parking lot. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know what the deal is. That I guess that piece of play lot- against sports is is a is a resale. You know, so is Plato's Closet. They don't get trucks. Those people are uh, that parking. 
but it's not even the, the Plato's Closet parking. Like there's a, a concrete divide, right? Right. Between that parking lot and the Hardy's parking lot, and, it's, and then it's like a, a an auxiliary parking lot behind the Hardy's parking lot. Um, there's always trucks there. I'm just like, what are you doing? Are you like just camping, waiting for them to make you a biscuit at four o'clock in the morning? Which has got to be it, right? They're parking somewhere where they can get breakfast at five a.m. Yeah. Um. So they can get back on the road. Again. They can get back on the road again. Can't wait to get back on the road again. Um. Yeah. Get so I, I I ordered from like Ghost Hardy's. It's the weirdest wow. thing that's ever happened to me in a drive through because I waited 15 minutes and not anybody walks around and is just like, oh hey, there's a car here. You need to remember this experience because one day you're gonna walk into a Hardy's and they're gonna be like, here are your chicken tenders. Yeah. Here are your chicken tenders. And they'll be like, oh, excuse me. Like. And and it was like, not not for the first time. They'll be like extra ranch, just like you asked, and you'll be like, I ooh. Not for the first time in my life, but one of the worst times I felt like it was in an episode of Welcome to Night Vale, where I had just like been transported to a the ghost Hardee's, Hardee's has been canceled. Yeah, Hardee's has been canceled due to a scheduling error. If it was an Arby's, I would have probably pooped myself and left because Arby's isn't real, right? Because Arby's is the Night Vale thing, right? There are blinking lights over the Arby's. Anyway, that's all. So I, I order from a ghost at Hardee's. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. I hope that never got my tendies. Well. This is a long episode. You're going to have so many hours of bacon and eggs this week. This dear week. listener. This is episode one of three. One of three. One of three. Yeah. The other two are already done and scheduled. Just like ready to <laughs> go on the timeline. This is the last one. Yeah. But it's the first one that comes out. Yeah. Anyway, this has been uh, another season of the Monday Lorian. We'll be back December 2021 to do more Monday. To do more Monday Lorian. Maybe the Boba Fett. Chronicles. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do the Boba Lorian. Maybe we'll do the the the. I don't know. I don't. I don't know when they're putting this stuff out. I have no idea. It'll depend um, upon how we continue to consume new media in 2021. Because if if theaters for whatever reason remain closed, we're gonna have to find some way to cover new stuff. Right. And I know what you're thinking. Well, they're releasing movies to HBO Max. Not everybody has HBO Max. <laughs> I, I maintain apparently. HBO Max will have folded by March. <laughs> everybody has Disney. The Plus. fact that Warner Brothers is releasing their their new movies to HBO Max is not going to sustain anybody. Right. Especially if they're not charging for them. They're just like, yeah, you get it with HBO Max, right? Like the Disney did the thing with Mulan uh, that everybody hated. Right. Where they were like, oh, it's going to be $30. I expected them to be like, yeah, you can get Wonder Woman uh, Christmas Day for $100. But they didn't do that. I don't they're think just like, I, it just comes with HBO Max. You couldn't get me to go to a theater to see it. That's the problem now. What do you mean? Like Wonder Woman's also releasing in theaters on that day. And I'm just not going to go. Oh, we well, can't. Yeah, no. See it at home, no way. And they're if, not going to make any I money. I mean, if there was any, I, I probably not going to watch it either way. But if there was a not a pando going on i would probably still opt to go see it in the theaters i've noticed you started calling it pando uh it's i don't know where i picked that up honestly huh. well i've enjoyed talking to you about the mandalorian ethan me too man it's been a good season of the mandalorian i'm excited for the next season of the mandalorian uh, i hope you finally learn to love star wars what i hope you learn to at least like star wars I, what are you talking about i hope that you find it in your heart to see the laser swords and not be like wow this is childish i don't okay you know stanley kubrick once said was it him that the marvel movies are not cinema and then he pissed on Din Djarin's grave. I don't think he did. <laughs> I mean, Stanley Kubrick has definitely, I'm pretty sure, been dead since before the MCU started. Not Kubrick. Who was it? Who's the other guy? It's Kubrick, by the way. Kubrick. Who's the guy that said that the Marvel movies aren't? I have no idea. Spielberg? Oh, no, no. The Scorsese. Scorsese. Scorsese and Kubrick are different people. I Obviously. <laughs> They make very different movies. Scorsese. I know. I just couldn't remember the name. Scorsese said that the Marvel movies weren't cinema, and then he pissed on Din Djarin's grave. Well, Din Djarin's not dead. Pedro Pascal's not dead. Actually, nobody I, who makes this show is dead. I watched I him know. choke George Lucas. I watched him choke him. Yeah, I could see Scorsese and George Lucas not really getting along, honestly. I can't. George Lucas is a visionary. George Lucas is a genius. People always hype up Dave Filoni, which is a name we haven't said this entire episode, totally on accident. I kept forgetting to say his name. Uh, he's definitely a large part of why this season was so good. Uh, George 
George Lucas is who we have to thank for all of this. Without George Lucas's insane mind, you don't get the Dave Filoni's of the world manifesting their creativity into into Star Wars. Um, yeah, I mean that's fair, but I still don't think he and Scorsese would like each other. Yeah, who knows? I'd be curious to hear Scorsese's thoughts next week on Bacon and Eggs. Martin Scorsese. Like uh, George Lucas and, and Scorsese would be a lot like Pete Campbell and Don Draper. You think George Lucas is Pete Campbell? Yeah. That's kind of an insult to George Lucas. It's not. It's Martin Scorsese. Pete Campbell sucks. Yeah, but George Lucas is like the fifth best Star Wars director. <laughs> what I'm saying is I think George Lucas would think a lot about Martin Scorsese and, George, and Martin Scorsese would be like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to the Monday Lorian. Until Thursday. Bye. Bye.